1: Hey everyone, Mark from Guitar Nerds here, just asking if you know about patreon.com forward slash... Guitar Nerds, where you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast from as little as $1 a month. Now, we've set some tiers up on there that uh, we're trying to get to, our first one being $750 a month. At that price point, that guarantees that we can go to NAM in 2018 and bring you all the latest news direct from the show floor. Now, you might not be able to contribute at the $5 a month tier, which is where you get all the extra content, but you could contribute at the $1 a month. That will allow us to go to NAM next year and bring you all of the news as it happens do check it out patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Jay Cross. Hello. Joe Branton. Hello and welcome to another episode (laughs) of the Guitar Nerds Podcast. You've had your one week. That's all you're allowed. And we're also joined this week by Mary Spender.
2: Hello. Joining
1: us via the power of the internet. No Matt Knight this week.
3: What
2: is is he actually doing
3: this week? He he, He said... He's a thing of the past.
2: He said after last week's revelation that he is he, going to he could never come back when I was hosting it right? that's right yeah no he couldn't handle it anymore now after he said that he was going to Japan for oh, three yeah. months he decided that um, he actually likes his parents more than he likes us Ugh. and so he's gone to see them because this is the last chance he's going to get to do it what? I don't
1: know oh god so instead of seeing us and hanging out with us cool dudes uh, he's gone to Ipswich yeah Unbelievable, Yeah. Unbelievable. I know, what the can least I tell you? cool place on the planet. Um, so I wasn't here last week, as you uh, probably heard, if you're a loyal Guitar Nerds listener. Um, how did Joe Branson do? Was it
0: all right? Mm.
1: Was it good? Mary? It was
0: okay. First was time okay. on the
1: regular pods. Did, uh, did Joe do a good job?
0: Uh... <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Great.
1: Great. <laughs> I did actually listen to some of it, but I was um, away, so I was listening to it while I
2: was doing other stuff, uh, and I didn't hear Matt talk about Japan. Was it like a big revelation, was it? Um, I think that Joe really didn't want anybody else's news to overshadow the fact that he was in charge, so he really sort of skipped over it quite thoroughly. Okay, good to know, good to know. Matt was like, oh, I'm really excited, I'm going to Japan, and Joe was like, news. Okay, that's
1: quite good.
3: Yeah,
2: that was as good (laughs) as I've done, actually. That was actually the best one. Maybe you need to
1: do that sort of arm motion every time you do it. That's uh, very, very good. For those listening, obviously you can't see, Jay did some sort of big, (laughs) weird, marching monster vibe. Um, <laughs> That's it was good. why I imagine is is running around Joe's head. Yeah, always just trying to trying to get in trouble. So um, yeah, well I'm glad the whole thing didn't completely fall apart without me, and you know there was some sort of semblance of order. You um you did an okay job. Yeah, it was, it was good.
3: Let's I, I thought my Patreon was stronger than my main podcast. Okay,
1: you warmed into it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. exactly. Patreon.com/slash forward Guitar nerds, You can hear that. Um, yeah, exactly.
3: And we had a good Patreon subject. Okay, what was it? We talked about like boutique guitars. We talked about Mary's Viziers, and then we okay. talked about like other cool boutique brands like Gordon Smith, and I mean, can they just aren't they now Blackstar yeah. They? yeah they that's, are. What, that's what we talked about, about that yeah. a bit okay. but you know they were a boutique brand it's not really boutique is it and we spoke about other things I spoke about Stonefield a little bit of course you did yeah it's Got good. To get it, that paycheck yeah exactly that <laughs> monthly paycheck
1: good well I'm glad we're all still alive and all good and as always thanks for uh, for joining us this week um, loads and loads of stuff to talk about I've been away um, so I've not had much time to do guitar stuff but um, one of our loyal listeners and a uh, long time friend of mine uh, Tim sent me a well, gave me in fact a uh, Digitech Synthwar pedal fantastic of course so we're now <laughs> you'll never have to buy another, another Synthwar pedal again. ever again yeah. um, so lots of fun to be had on that I, I plugged it in briefly when I got back and um, it's just such a mad little pedal I know we've always gone on about like how weird they are and the things that they can do but so it's two different auto AutoWires two different filters two different synths and something else and the synth is just a weird like FM style synth, Um, you know, like subtractive synth type thing. Um, The filters are like you don't know. I'd look at
2: you, Joe. You were like, I have absolutely no idea. Don't you own some synths? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, no, actually, what happened is you were going on about that. Me and Joe just looking at each other, like, Like, what on earth are you talking about? You know, like a synth. Yeah, I know what a synth is. I don't know what
3: a subtractive synth is. Subtractive. I don't know what FM means. I think it was like a radio thing. Filter
2: modulation. Ah. Anyway, right. That's right, isn't it? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> um
1: So, but yeah, as well as that, it's got um like filters in there that are almost like, do you remember the Line 6 auto filter? they like that weird humanizer. Yeah. Where you get that, oh, 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 eat. It's got that on it. Um, oh, yes. And it sounds mega. And I'm really, really looking forward to do some videos on it. Um I think I'm going to do something... This week, probably,
2: just on Facebook, uh, just to, like, demo it. So you can really push the boundaries of uh, modern and up-to-date guitar news by reviewing a 20-year-old pedal? It's not that old. Okay. Yeah, who would do a video of 20-year-old? Well, yeah, okay, fair (laughs)
1: enough, Yeah, yeah. It's worth saying, talking about that, the Dan Electro Food Series videos doing very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. People, that was a them?
3: that was a fun video to shoot. We've got more to come. Me and Matt are gonna do. Well, we've already filmed. I just need to you know get around to making uh, our top five Dan Electro Food Series Pedals video. So that's that's to come. And also uh, we've we filmed so much of Matt just um, messing around on on the uh, uh, on the various pedals that I think we're gonna do another one that's just like bits and bobs. Him making weird sounds.
1: Okay. Good. Well, we, you know, if you want Dan Electro food content, mm-hmm. our channel's the place to go.
3: Swag. A-
0: and Joe, thank you so much for wearing a Mary Spender T-shirt. I did wear
3: a Mary Spender T-shirt. That was
0: such a surprise when I when I started watching it. I was like, ah!
3: <laughs> yes, it was also a surprise to me how small a medium was. Yeah, well, no,
1: it's <laughs> not. I don't think it's that the T-shirt is small, my friend. I think it is you perhaps have outgrown the mediums. As you've you've got, you're in your mid thirties
3: now. That's true. That's close to middle age, mate. I hadn't slept that day either, or I hadn't slept very much. So you're I'd, a bit bloated. I'd come straight from a uh, a, 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 a studio opening party. Okay, bit bloated. Yes.
1: I was so a little bit bloaty. in fact, even better for Mary because the logo just a bit bigger, stretched a little bit. You know, so maximum advertising. <laughs> so yeah, Mary, what have you been up to this week?
0: Um, Well, I've been doing a lot of boring travelling and a lot of boring meetings, um, and something very exciting today, I bought a DI box, which is the (laughs) highlight, Um, but I also um, have edited my Tuesday talks, which is an interview with Joey Landreth, uh, which will be out by the time that this podcast is is
1: out. Um, DI boxes are quite boring, but
0: (laughs) indulge me for
1: a second, (laughs) what did you buy?
0: Uh, so, I got a Samson MD1. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. They're yeah. nice and cheap. Do the job. What's, what is what yep. is it for?
0: So, I want to record a clean signal of my guitar whilst also miking up my guitar amp and recording that too. So,
1: is the idea for, it, for reamping stuff? Are you going to then run it through software or through another amp? or
0: Possibly or um, I'm trying to think of a way to make my YouTube videos slightly more interactive and give the clean signal to people um, just to mess about with and reamp themselves. But wow, okay. I'm actually, I, I might put this out to the guitar nerds. I was talking to a guy earlier in a store and we couldn't really figure out the best way for people to do it on the cheap. Does anyone have any ideas? If you have a clean WAV file, what? How? What, where would you begin to reamp just that file? How would that work?
1: Well, it depends how you're recording. So, if you were, um, if you use like software amps, then that's actually not difficult at all because you would just drop that onto a track in Logic or exactly. whatever, and yeah. then you can do the reamping by just changing the amp. If you're doing, um, if you actually want to reamp an amp, then you would kind of do the same thing, but you send it from your computer. And out out from your sound card into the amp, and then you can record the amp sound back from there back into the into your uh, software. that would be well, the, the two ways
0: that's what I thought, but do you need a reamp box yes. to make sure that the signal so you do need a reamp box
1: yes right okay well or do you do you need that?
0: I sort of wondered whether you could just have the signal coming out of your Yeah, but that's, interface.
3: that's that's the question that I was wondering. Where where is there an yeah. out from an interface? What do you mean? Where's there an out from an in- interface? There's only ins.
1: No there isn't. No. <laughs> it, I mean, maybe in your pony little home studio yeah. perhaps, but if you actually ever go to a professional recording studio, studio Joe Branton, they have you have multiple ins and outs. Like you know, yeah. you buy an 8 in 8 out sound card. Yeah. That's that's where the out is. So yeah, you could do it that way. Oh, I do you need a reamping box though? I don't think you would because I think that is for doing what you've already done already which is recording the clean guitar sound at the same time. So I don't think you necessarily would need to do
0: that. Is there something to do with volume levels that the reamp box helps with? So you can sort of like no, make sure you're that it's sending still a, good quality?
1: Yeah, Perhaps because the amp is probably not is expecting an instrument level signal Rather yeah. than a line level signal. I don't know. Well, probably there's the some... question.
3: Tell us on the forum. Yeah, yeah. People. If
1: you do a lot of reamping, and if only Matt Knight was here, uh, he would probably be able to tell us because uh, we're showing our, our lack of knowledge with him not around. But, but as he's not, facebook.com
3: forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Indeed. Um, but that's really
1: interesting. So, what's the idea behind it? Is to just. Do you want people to then send the tracks back to you with different sounds or.
0: Yeah, just keep it interactive, see whether people come up with interesting things, or also if there is a pedal um, that people want to hear how it sounds through their amplifier, uh, they can do that on the cheap, okay, basically for free. But just still figuring out exactly what I need to play so that they can enjoy it.
1: (laughs) Okay, interesting. I I want to see how that develops. That's potentially quite an interesting thing. I know that companies have done it before where they essentially record a sound like retailers has done it they record a sound sample and then you can put it through different pedals they've recorded it you know with different setups, different guitars different pedals different amps so yeah interesting interesting and
3: uh, how was Joey Landreth?
0: Uh, well he was he was very very patient with me it was a very quick interview just outside the Golden Lion in Bristol where he was playing the night after I had uh, supported him in London um, and it was the it was the day after my camera broke. So I got a new camera that morning and then went and filmed the interview with him. So it was—it turned out really nicely. It's super informal. And we just talk about songwriting rather than his guitars, actually, for a oh, change. Cool.
1: Well, no one on here wants to hear that. We just want to hear about gear uh, I know, sorry. 24-7. <laughs> so, yeah, next time, just the gear. We don't like, even like music here. It's just what equipment has he got. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all good. Joey B., How's your week been? Oh, I, I totally
3: forgot that this question would come around to me.
1: Well, that's generally how it works. We just
3: ask everyone. Uh, yes, it is. It's been it's been pretty good. What guitar stuff have you done? Uh, well, um, actually, we're currently mixing the polymath record at the moment. So, um, uh, so we, so yes, I'm, I'm in the studio mixing that, which is fun. We've had we put this thing out because you know we did this pledge campaign. Yeah, we uh, we put a thing out where people could. Uh, be on the record because um, we wanted to have like uh, because we're super pretentious. We wanted to have like a a story like narrated the whole way through the record. So we you should have saved all that money and hired Prime Blessed. <laughs> to yeah, <turn> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That would have been good. But instead, we got people to do it so you you could be sent part. Of Why the didn't script. you just do it? You can basically do. Oh, Brian I am blessed. doing. I am doing it as well because most of it we needed like multiple voices and stuff. So everyone sent through their. Uh, uh, their parts, and so i 've been preparing it for the mixing sessions by running it all through um a few effects and amps and, yeah like and pitch shifting it and stuff, so I had like my line six m nine which is just like a really useful tool for trying out loads of different things. I enjoyed running people 's vocals through like ring mods and stuff like that that was fun, um but also an earthquake devices their new stereo delay which is called the avalanche run yes um so i've been running it through that as well which has been loads of loads of fun making ridiculously weird sounds out of people's voices i also popped into work and um and recorded plugged in the moog um System fifty five, which is an eleven thousand oh, yeah. pounds synthesizer, of <laughs> and recorded about twenty minutes of a drone note in D, which is the <laughs> the key of the album. The album's all in the same key, so uh, of course well, it is. Both albums are in D, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I recorded. Is right. that because you play in drop D, <laughs> uh, D standard? Right. Okay. Fine. Um, it, most can
0: I can I add a correction to the uh, Moog uh, you just said because. As someone who's been to the North Carolina factory, it's Moog, as in Vogue, not Moog, as in Moog.
3: You are <laughs> half right. You are half right. Bob Moog is the name of the guy who owns Moog Electronics. Not anymore. He doesn't. Well, not anymore. No, he gave he it doesn't. to the. He gave he it did to give the. It up. Um,
2: no, he didn't give it up. He died, but he left it to the um, employees. The employees now own the company
3: that's right that's why all moog products come uh with a note that says this was packaged by the um by the staff uh it's it's something like staff dash owners of right okay you never you never explained why mary was half right oh because because we say moog in the uk and you say moog in the states is that how things work yeah Uh,
0: that's not how it works (laughs) that that is that
3: is it's 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 Moog it's Moogafuga that is weird because it's because it is Moogafuga
1: yeah. Anyway, this debate could roll on forever, and I'm sure that people in Facebook will, on Facebook, probably will back Mary up and UK, say that Joe Brandon is a massive idiot no. because that is <laughs> almost ninety five percent of the time, correct? Whatever the argument is,
3: Americans can't like mispronounce aluminium and drop the U in color, and then and then the dude American, not though, be right? okay. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good.
1: Excellent.
2: Jay Cross. Hello. Have you managed to play any guitar this week? Yeah, I've played a bit of guitar this Go on week. In. What have you been doing? Well, you know, playing guitar here and there. I've um I've recently done something that I uh I've never done before. I've got my acoustic guitar within the living space <laughs> of my house. I oh, suppose just oh, having yeah. it sort of in a uh, in a um in the gig bag like pushed away somewhere and i have to say i'd really recommend it
3: i think we we've all three of us have picked up your i think all of us as we came in this evening all went
2: oh there's a guitar
3: there it's good isn't it isn't it nice yeah actually actually me and mark were were playing a tom waits uh song we had a little little sing song he was he was was playing and i was singing in my tom waits voice yeah
1: it wasn't actually a tom waits song it was joe making up some
3: you think this will get the circus made of clay?
1: It was that sort of thing. Okay. That's, no, that's I mean, I had I'd no idea what that said. It was far more foul mouth <laughs> than <when> we uh, <laughs> were doing it earlier, but
2: um, yeah, it was good. But yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend it. I um, I think it's really nice just having it there. I, it's not something that I'll ever use in a live scenario, but just picking it up every now and again and just having a little play is nice it's a, but this week i've got um i've got quite a lot going on this week you and, looked um, a bit
3: like ed sheeran when you were playing it out you there. do look
2: a bit like ed sheeran yeah yeah um i don't own any ed sheeran song so i can't even um yeah i, I, I just, just want to say babylon but that's, uh, david gray, david gray. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: is like the modern day david gray do you remember that band niz loppy no do you remember that band niz loppy i don't know what you're talking about i do they're from around your way aren't they mary aren't they like bristol somewhere
0: Oh I'm not I'm not actually sure. They they did the JCB song, they didn't did. they?
1: So apparently <laughs> apparently there's like massive beef with their fans <laughs> and like people who like Ed Sheeran because uh, like they were doing a similar thing like a few years before and apparently Nizlopi have like a massive I'd say massive like very loyal fan base and they like despise Ed Sheeran. They absolutely hate him for basically ripping off Nizlopi's act.
0: How can you rip off I thought they were friends. They um Ed Sheeran supported Nisloppy and right. then Nisloppy ended up supporting Ed Sheeran. Right? No, I think I think, was I think it
1: like it's from I was it, I've, I can't remember what I was listening to, but that someone was talking about it, and apparently it's gone south. The relationship has gone south, and again, you oh, know, happy to be corrected on Facebook, but um, yeah, apparently wow. there's like massive beef now between uh, the Nisloppy wow. and uh, the the Sheeranator.
2: Well, um, I in, uh, when you say going south. How about going north because okay. tomorrow not okay. tomorrow, good, the good. next day. Uh, I'm going to gear for music. I've never been to gear for music before. Joe's not I've allowed been. to Have Joe's, you? Joe's not allowed to respond. I'm really excited because their um their shop looks really nice. Yeah.
3: And Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. Like
2: they've got like a really
3: nice um uh-huh. really nice what corporate sort of Outer. This is one of Jay's customers.
2: Yeah. I'm really looking <laughs> forward to it. The, the shop looks really nice. They've got um, a nice little Google uh, Google Street View that you can walk around the shop.
3: Oh, that's cool. I've got one of those. I've done one of those.
2: Yeah, I know. I was the one who um had to do all the work oh you yeah went, oh yeah oh yeah they're, they're coming um oh yeah oh they, they it's got to be at seven o'clock in the morning is that all right mate yeah i'm i'm away sorry do you mind just <laughs> that's true i know it's I made true you do that yeah and you, you did. had
3: to tidy up and like make sure all the guitars were on the walls yeah
2: it was a nightmare but yeah. anyway so yeah i'm going to uh i'm going to give music so good always good to, to check it. out
1: some uh some shops around the country
2: yeah because whenever i'm that far north in the past it's always been a bit of a busman's holiday like oh, I, I just i can't do it yeah but now i'll i'll be working now So that you're never in guitar shops yeah more or less yeah so i'm looking
3: forward to it so i'm going to gear four um yeah you know selling
1: them headphones
3: wait wait mary didn't you shoot a video at gear four
0: um, yes, a while back before... Are you allowed to um, talk about this now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not actually entirely sure. <laughs> oh, um, it's, okay. the, the video is up on my YouTube channel, but it doesn't um, mention the retailer. It was for sure microphones.
1: Okay, so. well, there we go. Let's, well, let's not wade into that. What we should <coughs> wade into heavily Perhaps. is this week's... new. Good. Brilliant. Excellent. So, um first up we are gonna talk about the Epiphone Lee Malia RD. Is uh, that a few Epiphone models? This is I think we when did we talk
3: the about the Explorer? One, right, yeah, the Explorer was only a couple of weeks ago. I feel like it was yeah, only a couple of weeks someone ago. Someone on the group mentioned like is Lee Malia going for most amount of the he's, same signature models but slightly different in a short space of time. I
2: think this is great. I'm I'm all for this and what I think is really interesting is I'm pretty sure this is the only RD on the market at the moment. The only Gibson slash Epiphone yeah. RD on the market at the moment.
3: Perfect time for them to put out an RD um, as well, because of course the thing that's doing the rounds at the moment on the tinternet is the uh, the Hagstrom um, Fanto Fan- Phantom, Men. Phantom Phantom Man. Man. Phantom Phantom Ghost the Ghost
2: signature. Yes. Yeah. So just quickly, Lee, yeah. Lee Marlia, bring me the horizon. Bring me the horizon. One thing that I have found um, really funny about looking at um, People talking about this guitar on the internet is someone will post it up in a group and it will say Lee Malia custom uh, signature RD and someone will say who and then we'll go oh it's the guitar player of Bring Me the Horizon oh yeah this looks really good oh I'm really excited I can't believe he's got another one who I the, the, the guitar player from Bring Me the Horizon oh yeah yeah who? who 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 it's just grumpy stop saying grumpy who so louds it's just grumpy geezers complaining that this is um not um You know like, what you know what the ultimate
1: comeback is is to do that why don't you Google why, it yeah, link yeah. and then Oh let yeah. me Google that let for you go- link
2: yeah. and uh just do that. But this is great. I think it looks really cool. Um it's another one of these uh so it's, it's the it's yeah, it's the artisan style uh Yeah, so I mean it's the same as his Les Paul and the same as his um Explorer. Yeah. Same pickup configuration, which is same colour scale. Which is, a,
3: which is for an epiphone, it's a Gibson USA um, P94, mm-hmm. which is a small size P90 um, in the neck, and his 84 TLM humbucker, which is really cool because they're like um, they're like exposed pickups, um, yeah, sort of black and gold. They look properly I just, wicked.
2: I just think the whole thing's really funny. It, it's you know, uh, Bring the Horizon* have I think done a really good, um, they've done a really good job of selling themselves and doing more than sort of just being in a band. Yes. Obviously, Ollie Sykes has become probably a billionaire by now through doing that drop dead clothing label and all do of pe- the others. Do people still buy that? Yeah, it's massive. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's massive. Interesting. But, um, you know, Lee Marley is obviously doing the same thing. He's going, oh, I've got this great design. People really like these guitars. They're, you know, relatively affordable. What can't people buy at the moment? So he did that Explorer. Yeah. He's done the RD. What's next? Yeah. Uh, reverse flying v i reckon ripper bass oh that'd be good yeah yeah yeah
3: a little lee marley signature ripper (laughs) bass um but the the pickup configuration i think is what makes these guitars actually really unique and kind of makes them usable outside of just i mean i guess they count as a sort of hardcore band he's obviously
1: he's obviously just a really interested guitar player yeah he's not like i'm a metal guy because you know you wouldn't have like a Les Paul and an RD and the Explorer if you were just a metal guy. He obviously just loves Gibson style guitars. Yeah.
2: And apparently he was when they first approached him he was offered a Gibson and he he said he wanted an Epiphone because you know, His, in general... They always say that, though. Well, maybe, but, you know, that. it, uh, that's what I've read, was he was offered a Gibson, and they he said, well, look, most of our fans are quite young. People who are going to want to buy this guitar aren't going to have £2,500 to spend. I'd rather it be an Epiphone. Which sure. it's cool. Yeah, they do always say that. Yeah, I know. So who's had more signature models
1: this year, Lee Malia or Joe Bonamassa? <laughs> uh,
2: in terms of guitars... They're probably two of Something like that, because Joe no, Bonamassa, had it be guitars, Bonamassa had the
1: have to be guitars, because
3: Bonamassa had a new colour range of flip-flops, so it's... <laughs> it is. Did he actually have some flip-flops? Yeah, did you not know about the flip-flops? flip-flops. I think we talked about this, actually. They're it's on his something. website. You can get them. He's got a photo shoot of him, like, in the surf. Nothing says Yacht Rock like Joe Bonamassa flip-flops. <laughs> I think they're a great idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you know
0: what? Just to chime in, as I have absolutely nothing to add that is of value to this uh, RD, but... Um, i had a dream about joe bonamassa the other day and no it wasn't uh that way i got um pushed out of one of his concerts and that was my dream
1: well they would just like that he kicked you
3: out
0: i just i just got kicked out and that was my dream the other night i think i had been reading a guitar world article or something before i went to sleep and then i just (laughs) dreamt about joe bonamassa which i never thought i would say
1: i'm curious as to why you got kicked out what was the reasoning
0: Oh, I can't remember. But okay. I, I should have thought about this to tell a better story. <laughs> I
1: just, I, um, sorry, you do, you're not wearing the uh, Joe Bonamassa flip-flops
3: and therefore not allowed in the gig. There's a thread. It. There's, a, there's a thread on uh, the marketing chat at, at work that's just pictures of Joe Bonamassa's face uh, during <laughs> gigs. If you, if you Google image search Joe Bonamassa, Face, there, there, yeah, there are some wonderful mid-playing shots. That guy has the best, like, gigging face. You'll never need to buy another gigging face again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: do you want to know how much the flip-flops cost?
1: Go on, go on.
0: Thirty dollars.
1: Wow, are they just like? Your, <laughs> are they your yeah, your? yeah, you can buy one. Um, are they your classic foam-bottomed uh, kind of uh, thong strap flip-flops?
0: uh Kind of, they have um some artwork on them that is a. They have it looks like a pedal, so they have um volume and distortion knobs.
2: I mean, I can it. I can do that. The, just the thought. Not, Not three D.
0: just three D. The thought of
2: putting those on and stepping on the switch, just thinking about it, is oh, is giving that's... me the heebie jeebies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope it's got a barefoot button on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> If not, he should enter
1: the ongoing guitar nerds competition to win loads of other stuff and some barefoot buttons on YouTube. Yeah, do it. Um, so yeah. Lee Marley, a signature, all looks really good. I'm glad to see an RD back in the range. Yeah, uh, it's been too long, and they're never ever gonna do like a standard series RD because people just there's not enough people who want them.
2: Not for the price that they no. need to be to make it worthwhile. I don't do you know think. what I think they could sell RD bases
1: because. The Gibson bass lineup at the moment is a little slim, and yeah, I think there's all, only one.
3: There's one base
1: Yeah, that so a bit slim. They, could, I reckon, they could pull off an RD. Yeah.
3: Is there, a, is there a, a Thunderbird at the moment? Um, no, there, there's only one. There's only the EB, available in four and five strings. So, <laughs> of course. Uh, so, and Just and two colours. You can get it natural or sunburst. But it's not
2: so. the cool EB that we all fell in love with a few no, years ago. No, it's,
3: it's, it's it's, no, it's, it's an EBO or an EB3 no, no. no, no it's called it, an EB. No, no, oh, it's Oh, no, it's not. It's, no, not. it's no. one
1: of the Tobias Yeah, style, it's the it? Tobias. Oh, yeah.
3: But now Tobias is Gibson. Yeah, it's really not good. I think they sound good. Um, but, yeah, they're not actually... They're not actually that like good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're only okay. I mean, Gibson basses are great, but, you know, it's not like a few years ago when we had the Christ Novoselic RD. Oh, yeah. Um, and at that time, we had the first series of EB basses. The SG bass was still around in both a standard and, like, a faded finish. And the Thunderbird was about... It's a slim pickings. Yeah. Gibson
1: tends to do that on basses, don't they? They'll go from loads the of grabber. them to nothing, to yeah. loads of them to nothing. So, yeah. hopefully, we're back on the... On the upside of uh, getting some more stuff. Um, who wants to tell me uh, about the fourteen thirty-three Frederick Thorndahl signature? Sorry, Thorndahl. Tho- Thor 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 Thorndal Thor signature.
3: Yeah, yeah, I can tell you about that. So sounds so this like is, someone from Game of Thrones. This is actually pretty cool. Um, uh, the no, the um, the Frederick Thorndal. Who was he from? Sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is actually a, a super cool pedal. Um, it's it's a clean boost, but it's a clean boost designed with sort of the, the ludicrous metal of, of Meshuggah in mind. So it's a whopping twenty two decibel. I've clean also just boost. seen the price, Blimey. Yes, okay, so two hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty three cents is a fair old outlay. For a for, clean boost. But it's twenty two decibels. I mean it's it's almost a dollar a decibel. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, it's actually slightly <laughs> <laughs> slightly more, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're great. Super simple. It's just got that one volume control where you can you know obviously go from nothing to twenty two decibels um, and true bypass, and it, it actually has a, a second jack out for for amp switching as well.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. So no, when, me when you say second to find jack out for amp mm-hmm. switching, do you mean that you can also when you kick the
3: boost in, it, it will go to the drive out. channel as well? um well no this is like it has because it's top mounted jack input yeah but when but you on say the it's side amp- there's a second one there's a second out on the
1: side oh, i see what you mean but is that not
3: for amp control maybe or is it to just, is it like an ab box I, th- I assumed it was an AB box. The description of it wasn't very clear, but I assumed it worked like an AB box. There's mm, also a, Um There's a there's a little mini switch on the side of it, which I assume would be switching on and off the function of. Well, t- should turning the amp. Surely,
1: just don't plug the uh, don't plug the cable in if you want to do that. Mm.
3: Yes, but but whether it was adding an amp or switching it out. Ah,
1: so you mean so doing ABY or mm. doing AB. Yeah. Hmm,
3: interesting. Weird feature to put on a clean boost. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think 22 decibels of absolutely crystal clear clean um, clean boost is is super cool. I think it looks like a great pedal and they got Oda England to do a video for it so that's cool.
0: Also, don't they
1: not use any amps yeah I thought Meshuggah were all about the, uh, using the rack stuff or laptops or whatever
3: yes yeah I mean they 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 are fractal users so um, it's going to be interesting we'll, we'll have to sort of see <laughs> see what happens but they did used to be Boogie guys so there's you know maybe they're going back to Tosin Abasi was playing Boogie on his last tour and he has come from digital amps yeah exactly so so maybe he's going through something even Pliny was uh, was using amplifiers when we saw him at Arctangent, wasn't he and he he's always a uh, yeah
1: only cuz he was like oh, i haven't got anything else with me i'm just using someone else's amp basically oh, right. yeah. so okay yeah Good, good. Um, So no more news this week. Well, no more planned news this week. But Jay Cross, as we were setting up for the podcast, you stumbled across a bit of a gem, really, because I saw this in the kind of press releases and stuff that happened this week and thought, oh, just guitar cases. No one cares about that, do they? Um, but you've stumbled across
2: something that is rather excellent. How about this? Gator, the uh, <sighs> brand that brought us the case that would fit any guitar, the Gator Extreme... Did it fit any guitar? It fit pretty much any guitar. Well, just what about all, one of those all ones all with five guitar. necks? Um, okay, no, it wouldn't have fit one of those ones with five necks. <laughs> <laughs> five, that's what I've got. No, you don't. <laughs> Where's my case? <laughs> um, Get anyway, on the case. They're not. They're not. They're not doing one of these for them. Uh, they they brought out an LED case. Yes. Where when you open the lid of the guitar case, an LED light comes yes. on. Yes. And it, it says that it lights up the tray where you keep your picks and capos and other accessories. I'm so into this. <laughs> I'm so into this. Do like- you, is there a choice of inner colour? It doesn't appear as though there is, although uh, I reckon it's probably moddable. Oh,
1: yeah. You just put some, like, magenta tape over the thing. And yeah. then you'd be like, you know, someone who has, like, lights under their car. So
2: what colour is the... It's um LED. white. Uh. A nice bright white light. Uh, to warn off stage fright. Um, and <laughs> Makes sense. You've got, um, yeah, the, the, it, it, this is really weird, extremely weird. What I want is, I want to know whether this is, like, power, powered off of, can you power it off your pedal board? Like, can you plug your... USB, you, charged. No, no, whether it's got a 9-volt DC in so that you can just keep everything to the side and you don't have to worry about... You know your LEDs. It's so mad that I actually kind of really want one.
1: Do you we know, do you know how much they are? Uh, no. I mean, I don't think you can put a price
3: on. <laughs>
1: awesome.
2: <laughs> I'm just. I'm very, very interested now. Maybe I'll just see if we can get one from Gator and do a video. You do because... also have the option of um, turning it so that the light is manual, so okay, it doesn't open up. No, it doesn't turn on automatically. Why would you? Why would you yeah. want that? Oh, I want.
3: I want the light on as I open the case. 100%. I want it to be like Indiana Jones and the opening the yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, um, i'm into it uh, no it's not the arc is it it's it uh, is the arc. oh it's the arc yeah. yeah um i also quite like that we're getting towards the point now where you know that part in the simpsons where um lisa turns on smithers computer and it's mr Burns saying hello smithers you are very good at turning Turning me on on. um i kind of want that every time i open my guitar (laughs) case (laughs) so if anyone can put, put together a little sampler that turns on a light and also says that i'm very good at Turning them uh, on, opening up. opening you up. Oh,
3: oh, that's horrible! I could, the I could get the gigging bass quote on the inside of my stone. <laughs> That'd be case. Yes. fantastic.
1: Yes, that's Okay, right. So I'm putting this out there. I know we've got some kind of people who do electronics and stuff. If you can make a small box that knows when Jay's got um Joe has got his bass case open or as he's opening, and it says, "I will never need to buy another gigging bass again," that would be the dream. I'm almost willing to say we will give you something in return if you can make that, like a pedal or a shirt or something. We will
2: pay for you and Joe Branton to go out for
1: a meal. 100%. Right, if you can make that and it works, I will pay for you personally, not out of the Guitar Nerds (laughs) money. I will pay for you and Joe Branton to go out for a
3: nice seafood dinner. Don't (laughs) don't do that because this is... This is like that time where you introduced that tier where I had to phone people for a I chat.
1: W- I will not pay for you to get there, but I will 100% pay for the meal. I won't pay for the booze because I don't agree with it. Um, but I'll pay for the food and you'll have a nice evening out and with Joe Also, Branson. it has
2: to be seafood and therefore Joe won't be Can't able eat to eat anything. It. He'll jo- just have to sit there whilst you eat. Joe can and have, entertain have chips. You.
1: Joe can have chips. That's all he's
2: allowed. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, the, um, the
1: Gator case looks amazing, but I think we can go one better with a, you know, like one of those birthday cards when you open it places <laughs> place a <the> song. <laughs> that's, that's what Joe's bass case is going to be, and it will say, I'll never need to buy another gigging bass again. Great. Shall we dive headfirst
3: into a big old pool of... Questions. Questions.
1: Bobby says which do you prefer guitar stomp boxes or multi-effects devices such as the Boss GT100 I know people will say they like stomp boxes because of the inability to control individual effects but many multi-effects boards pedals will also let you do this also what is your got to have it favourite guitar effect above all others now Mary you uh, have been doing a lot of stuff with effects recently expanded the size of your board quite considerably in a short <laughs> space of time why did you go for individual pedals and not a multi-effects
0: well, I I only expanded it because I only had one pedal, so I could only uh double exactly what I had just by buying another single pedal. Um I grew uh when I was when I was first starting, I can't remember which multi effects boss thing i had and actually i'm sure you guys will be able to remember if i bought it in 2006 it was bright blue it was an me25
3: or me70 me70 it would have been 70 i yeah, don't think it was the so. 70 50, i don't then. think it was no 50 was base. no there was also no, 50 me 50 guitar.
2: yeah
0: okay. yeah i've i've been looking at the pictures of all of them and i i don't think it was the me25 i don't think it was obviously it wasn't the bass one and it wasn't the 70 there was so, a short
2: lived 50 for guitar it yeah. got replaced quite quickly
0: maybe did it have i like, didn't know did it have
2: like a wah like volume pedal on it
0: yes it did the ME50 no no the 25 they, did as well did it yeah the, mm. i think it did yeah. 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 all okay. of them
3: have had volume pedals oh. actually
2: maybe the 25 didn't
3: no the 25 did did it okay yeah, yeah.
0: probably Do you an ME50 do you know who would really help with this conversation? Yeah, exactly. Matt yeah. Knight. Yeah, Matt Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that?
3: But, but um, think about it, if it was bright blue, it probably was the 50 because that's how they differentiated the 50 series. It was dark blue for bass and bright, and bright blue, blue for the, yeah. for the guitar.
1: Yeah. Um, so you had an ME, potentially an ME50 uh, when you were growing up and playing and stuff. So why not go back to multi effects now? Why go to single stomp boxes?
0: um i think it's more that i can uh mix brands and um have more versatility and also just like accrue them one by one i think actually i'm just looking at it now it was the boss me50 guitar version because there there was the me50b which was the bass version (laughs) so that's the confusion um but For me, when I was using the multi-effects, and I'm sure they're much improved now, but I had real difficulty um, when I was switching between um, each sort of like preset, uh, the volume would be slightly different. And I'm sure I'd be able to figure it out a lot easier now. Um, But when I was 17, it kind of put me off. So I thought, um, and also I'm just now jealous of people's massive pedal boards where they have gorgeous... Um, things on them so I just thought that I would start my own I think that is definitely
1: part of the appeal like multi-effects like you say you know there's so much in there and you can probably get most of what you can do with single effects but where's the fun in that like there's no fun in just buying one box is there you know you want to get like you know, a different tremolo to the company that does your distortion and you want to have, like, one that's got incredible artwork on it. I think it's easier like
3: to find your identity by, the, by yeah, using
1: completely, Completely. Uh, but that's what I think multi-effects are still really good for. If you don't necessarily know what you're after, like buying a cheap multi-effects and then going, okay, well, for most of these patches that I've made, I use the phaser. So I'll get a really nice single phaser um, or, you know, I use a transparentish overdrive transparent-ish yeah word um, yeah word I, I would say that um, you, you know that is the uh, that's the best the best thing to do is get a multi-effects see how you get on um, and then then go for single
2: pedals um, Jay Cross have you ever owned a multi-effects? yeah I had a uh, uh, an ME25 um, oh yeah you did I, I did yeah yeah I an ME25 for a while um, it was a real uh, pain in the ass. Um I Don't tell Matt. Who? do exactly. Um I thought that the um the functionality of it was really good. And I think this is the age old question. We've been we've been asking and answering this question for nearly five years and the answer is always as inconclusive, more or less, as it is now, which is yeah, they're really good and they really serve a purpose. But, you know, moving forward if you're gonna like become a gigging musician as opposed to being a home musician most of the time you will end up moving all the way over to individual pedals because you do have a bit more control that said i think that the new wave of uh multi-effects units you know your uh, line six helixes and your um kempers i guess to you know and your axe effects they are kind of carving a niche for themselves for a group of people who otherwise would have been one or the other yeah um and i think that's cool i think you know i think that that it is good that you are getting these real proper um self-contained units that are viable instead of just using
3: um People who are making do with a with a multi effects when they don't really want one, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I actually think the Line Six Helix is the first thing that's really done that. I kind of think. No, the- I,
2: I think you're. Um, I think the the TC Electronic were way ahead of their time with stuff like the G oh, system the, yeah. and even the Novus system to a certain degree. I, actually, you're completely
3: right. I really liked the 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 Novus system. I thought yeah. it was really good,
2: the, but it was really
3: really confusing. And it that was, was quite complex, and that
2: was the problem with all of those big units for for a really long time. You know, the G system the Nova system, um, Even the, the GT100. I think GT100 was okay, but, you know, there was a lot going, all of those old boss ones, there was a lot going for it. And I think everybody's just made it a lot more simple now. Yeah. The GT100, I think, was the first to really, you know, because you, you've got the LED screen there and everything's visualised and it's easy to move stuff about. Um, and that's the same with the Helix, you know, albeit, you know, five times the price or whatever. Um, I, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, no, but, you know, it's... Um, I, I think that it is becoming a viable option and you don't just have to be one of the other. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think...
0: Uh, I, I think. Like... Oh, sorry. No, go on. <laughs> I had um, a really good experience with the GT100 with the looping part of it. Yeah. And I just thought the loop pedal inbuilt into that, that's that's just a great tool for, well, anyone who obviously wants to loop, but um, beginners as well, just to really have that practice tool there ready
1: I think yeah. that is good and that's something that people have started to integrate on pretty much every multi-effects yeah. now whether it's you know 50 quid like digitech or zoom or whatever there's probably going to be looping in there which um, you didn't used to get, you know, it was even on probably the ME25, I don't think there was any looping built in. No, I think and you just had like a um, 16 second delay, actually might not have even had a 16 second delay. What you did have on the ME50B, the bass version, which was great, was a built-in kick drum. Yeah, you, that when was, you, uh, bang. And you could you, use the uh, yeah, expression, the expression pedal, pedal as a kick drum. Uh, yeah, awesome, and then that loop, so you could play over the top of that, which was... Oh, uh, I used to love doing that, yeah, yeah. It used
3: to wind up my drummer a treat. Yeah, <laughs> good fun,
1: yeah. good fun. Um, <laughs> and to address the second part of the question... What's your got to have favorite effects, guitar effect above all others? Mary, start with you. You got one, choose one pedal.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm going to choose Of course. As well. <laughs> and the drinking game shall commence. Yes. Um, okay. Actually, no, I'm going to throw a curveball. And I've been using um, uh, the boss. Is it Wazercraft? That's yep, how you pronounce yeah. it. Uh, the delay. And I really, really like it. And I think it's like my new... DM2W, the pink one. Yeah, the pink one, the gorgeous one. Yeah. Um, And that's my new favourite pedal right now. Absolutely. I think that might be,
3: that might well be the best analogue delay. It's pretty good on the market at the moment. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. J Cross, one pedal. Um, well, I'm glad that he's not here
2: because uh, the um, you, as Mary, as much as I respect your opinion, you are incorrect. That isn't even the best Boss Delay pedal of all time. Uh, the <laughs> uh, the Boss RE20 Space Echo is without doubt the unwavering guitar nerd's favourite I probably mentioned it in episode one and my opinion has not changed I think you probably did you probably mentioned it in episode one of the Gak podcast no, That's sorry that's actually what I meant yeah, yeah it's um, four years strong absolutely just the best pedal of all time I just absolutely love it
3: Joe Bizzle what are you saying well it's going to be a compressor isn't it but, God you uh, can't, <laughs> can't, so dull no it's not dull it's not dull compression it's cool and it makes everything sound wicked Go on, then. Um, I don't know because actually the compressor I use at the moment isn't really my favourite compressor, I use the the, the Boss oh, oh god, god. <laughs> I use the Boss um, whatever it's called, the BC 1X, it's their new, the X series the, base the, pedals, so the, the silver face ones, yeah it's their like multi-band compressor and I use it because it's an excellent compressor, but I do miss that over squash of a vintage compressor they're just slightly more fiddly too nice what no 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 the it's Boss just, one yeah the Boss one's too nice but it's very reliable at doing its job whereas like um, a vintage one I find them like different in different rooms a bit too much like See, they, they work better or worse in different places so I moved to the Boss one for reliability but I would say if I was going to pick one it would be the MXR Super Comp because I think that is the coolest sounding mm. compressor uh, ever,
1: I'm going to go for um, the Strymon Flint, which wow. I think is one of the best pedals ever made. Um, incredible reverbs on there, incredible trems. If you like vintage fendery amps in general and the way that they do uh, tremline reverb, it is the best sounding, the sweetest sounding, um, most musical sounding trem and reverb out there. I think pretty much everyone, unless you're like. Mega metal. You could probably put that pedal on your board, and it would uh, it would do the job.
2: It's I tell you what else would sound really good is um, that um, radiator that, that Joe, Joe keeps, keeps knocking into. Yeah, which we well, sounds like I a mean, really great reverb tank. Maybe who should, has a radiator the size of a whole wall?
1: If if you can hear that on the podcast, there is a giant radiator, which is the knocking sound that you can hear Joe flailing around and hitting like that. Maybe we could it sounds great, we could run a reverb through that, maybe <laughs> we'll see we'll
3: see we'll just well, connect, who was it? Connect, um connect him, cables uh, up to each electro end. Faustus released a I think it was electro Faustus released an effect pedal that was just three um
1: yes, um, yes. I can't remember
3: what it's called no neither can I, but that what you didn't plug guitar into
1: that that wasn't really no no, no we've yes. had to, we've made this mistake before, yeah, you it, just use it to make noise, basically yeah, so
3: it was just three springs um attached across a pedal uh with a pickup inside. The pedal so you, you, you ran it in, as an alternative to your guitar and you could just hit it hit the three springs with a, with a plectrum going through I think it had a built in fuzz the black fly is yeah. what it's called the
1: EF110 I believe um, yeah absolutely bonkers noisemaker
3: Expensive, but sounds um. Sounds not dry. that expensive. No, one hundred and sixty nine dollars yeah. for the coolest sound you'll ever make. Yeah, no, it's, it's a it's a cool thing. You but you can't yeah, put a price on awesome. You
1: can't, indeed, and that's why I'm picking the Strymon Flint. It's an expensive <laughs> pedal, but a very good one. Let's do another question. Um, Michael says I'm after a small recording device to record song ideas and do basic recordings of my band. Doesn't need to be brilliant quality. It's only for my ears. I'm currently using a voice memo app on my iPhone, but obviously this isn't good quality. Uh, it's not even poor to average uh, quality at uh, any decent volume with a drummer i do have a usb mixing desk but i don't want the hassle of carrying around a mixing desk laptop all cables along with all of my guitar gear so small portable but good quality uh, one guitar one bass drummer and three vocals it doesn't need to be separate tracks um mary i think you had some some thoughts on this
0: yes um the shure mv88 Um, is uh, it's a like it's a compact condenser microphone that you just put into your lightning port of your iphone or ipad and it and it comes with an app which is free to download and honestly it absolutely transforms your ipad or or iphone Um, because the voice memos can be fine they can be um, you know useful um, but this absolutely transforms it and you can like you can change the polar pattern and everything and you can add um a compressor within the app and i use it for all my interviews um when i'm doing youtube videos and i've actually for the past maybe months been using the app um just to record song ideas myself um because it just makes everything really crystal clear and you can just Quickly pass it over to your laptop or anything. Obviously, using um, the air airport is it airport thing? Can't remember. Yeah, you get yeah. uh, uh, something.
1: Yeah, air Drop maybe, AirDrop maybe something. AirDrop. Like yeah, yeah. AirDrop,
0: and it's just AirPlay. Really, Airdrop. really great. They're about I think I think they're just over a hundred pounds, but. I don't know, it's actually transformed I, everything for I, me. I do agree.
3: They are kind of game changers. This whole Motive series, like making decent mics that are sort of iPhone compatible, yeah. um, I think is a, a really kind of essential idea for making on-the-fly recording, um, you know, decent. And, and you know, the, it, well, exactly as Mary said and as, as Michael has said, everyone uses the voice memo function on their phone because it's so convenient. So actually making that sort of thing... A usable format is is great. I I think I don't think there's anything else that you'd be able to use quite as easily.
1: Well, I was going to suggest it's a little more expensive. Um, but what we what we actually use for recording the podcast, um, the Zoom H6, um, which is what three hundred quid something like that, around that kind of money. Sure, three two nine something like that. Um, well, the,
0: there's the H4n which would be more suitable. Uh, I guess
1: H4, if that's like two hundred. Yeah, H4n would do it as well. The reason I always talk about the H6 is because you've got XLR ins as well. So, or you've got up to six XLR-ins actually Um, so if you ever wanted to do like yes the directional mics on it would be really useful if you're doing a whole band but you could actually mic a few things up if you wanted to. You don't just get directional
3: mics as well because the directional uh, mics are a removable head piece and then you get a choice of, you get a selection of mic heads with the H6.
1: So there's like an XY mic, there's like a regular condenser um, and there's also you can buy like shotgun mic attachments for it as well so if you're out doing a i don't know nature recordings field recordings um, field, yeah you I could field like, point the yeah. uh the shotgun mic at it as well so
2: yeah h6 i think vegan was, hunting pardon using a shotgun mic right i gotcha i've been i've, I've been doing field
3: recordings with my h6 just like walking around my flat
2: that's not field recordings that's,
1: no, that's no. trash pile recordings yeah, yeah yeah that's weird sex dungeon recordings (laughs) yeah
3: yeah that's that's basically the whole polymath record is going to be me (laughs) making weird noises and then putting them through (laughs) putting them through through electro faustus guitar disruptions don't don't, do that it's
1: uh, it's not an in it's only an out don't do the go fund me if you want to hear joe brandon making weird noises just download this podcast every week So yeah, a few options there, all the way from using your phone with the um, the Shaw attachments, the MV series, which are really good, right through to an H6, which would give you um, not only a selection of mics, but would also give you a load of different ins as well, and up to four track, no, up to six track recording at the same time. So yeah, that would allow you to actually kind of close mics and stuff as well. So yeah, a few different options. Um, Jason says, ordered the Boss MS3 today, arriving tomorrow. Any tips, hidden features, etc you guys uh, recommend trying out. Joey B, you've had MS6, MS3 for a while, sorry. Um, any t- hidden tips or tricks?
3: Yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, I mean, there there is so much you can do with these MS3s. And actually, sort of slightly linking to the, the early question about multi-effects, this is, of course, the new wicked compact multi-effects unit by Boss on the market. So the same as their ES5 uh, and 8. Was it 5 or 6? Yeah, 5 and 8. Yeah, uh, uh, that they uh that they brought out it's it's exactly the same format as those but with 112 built-in effects um and uh um actually I tell you what I've seen we've spoken about them before and I think interviewed them for something the the two guitarists Blaine and Scott from Vassar who yeah, both use pedal train pros and ES8s um, I noticed both of them put their things up on the UK oh really what to get ms 3 they've already got them yeah and really? they they showed me their, their boards they've both moved to Novo 24s and gone for they're doing everything that they were doing with a Pro and an ES8 now with an MS3 Wow! amazing so yeah so there's so much you can do with an MS3 because you can kind of create really your own effects from scratch but I think crucially because there are only four you've, you've got four individual stomps per uh per scene as it were I think it's important to make the most out of those so a a really simple thing that I did was uh let's say if I had the second foot switch set up as my drive so it it kept my compression on and introduced like a, a drive sound I could have it so hitting that foot switch a second time would add an octave underneath so i'm actually kind of getting two uses out of the same foot switch and of course moving on to like three four or one is still going to completely cut that sound so it's not like i'm adding extra foot switches that i then have to do to get out of that situation um it's yeah they they were really usable and kind of things like i was setting up stuff like my vibrato and reverb tone i could have it so i had an unlatched um feedbacking delay uh, on a second hit, so it's it's that it's making use of the latching and unlatching and the second switch options on any of the effects you can also you could kind of do it so if you if you set whenever you're on patch one you can't select patch 3 or 4 so you could still select patch 2 to get out of it but instead of patch 3 or 4 then you're to patch 3 or 4 you could have them being additional effects oh that's cool which uh, is quite cool so you've got to know your way around yeah 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 but that's quite cool it means you can kind of get more so you can switch you can patch and then have
1: stuff you can turn on or off yeah, with so, so if oh, i said neat. if i
3: said patch 1 was drive I could still, it, whilst I was on one, I could then say three moves to phaser and four moves to vibrato. But if I was on two, three, you know, could move to whatever the conventional three was.
1: How easy is the patch naming? Because that's always the thing that is like a bit
3: annoying on multi effects pedals. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's annoying in that you've got to use the rotaries to select letters. Do you?
2: There's an editor now is not there isn't there? There is an so... editor
3: on its way. Um, I don't okay. know if it's out. If it is out, I'm th- I, I think that I have
2: seen there's an editor
3: already. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe, possibly, and that will obviously make all that easy. But yeah, yeah it's super. The, the great thing about it's the super. It's, it's just yeah, super. It's super. The great thing about the MS three is um, just the interface. It's for for something that does so much. It's very easy to work out.
1: Cool. Uh, Boss stuff, as always, you know, we talk about it so much on this podcast, but good-sounding, well-built, and uh, they've seemed to, in the last few years, have come up with stuff that's actually usable and you actually want. So, yeah, MS3, um, some hidden uh, tips and tricks from pedal expert Joey B. Blau. One last bit of feedback, as it were, not so much a question. Here we go. um, Uh. Comes in from Carlos, Patreon-backer Carlos. Here we go. Who says... Just got my 60 cycle hum Who? Sorry, I need to spit Hang on one second
2: <clears throat> Excuse me Pelican
1: Noise works 50-50 pedal Nice pedal It's a dual Dodd 250 60 cycle guys <laughs> Just <laughs> outdid the Guitar Nerds <laughs> Who podcast Who would want a
3: dual Dodd 250?
1: You guys need to step up your game You're getting smoked By the 60 cycle crew I mean, I don't even know where to start <laughs> I don't know where to start Firstly, we don't need to do a pedal We provide quality content every week I, uh, I for you to love. I didn't you realize devour this content. We don't need to make a pedal.
3: I didn't realize that 60 cycle hum is still going. I thought that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes,
1: uh, dead and buried that one. Um, yeah, you know, we just we're bringing the the hot takes every week on the guitar world. Yeah, we're bringing the news. We're bringing the questions. We don't need no pedal. But we no. are
3: we are
2: bringing out a pedal. We're bringing out a series of pedals. Are we?
3: Yeah. There's yeah, the, they're
2: going to be bigger and better than 60 cycle hums hit, pedals. I've got one. I've just designed one three Dodd 250s.
1: <laughs>
3: no, no, no. Just all in one box. Surely, surely, we bring out a series of pedals, which is the the J-Cross Space Echo. How This would cost so much money. The Bo Banton compressor. compressor. Um,
2: I think we should just... Um Bring out a pedal and call it. There was sixty cycle dumb. Yeah, in. Um, let's do it.
1: I'm it doesn't hum- do anything. Yeah, and quite
2: like sixty cycle
1: hub. And there's going to be t-shirts and everything. The real beef. <laughs> I'm bringing the real beef.
0: I've had an idea to to really get the com, uh, competition going. They um, offer, and it's it's open on their website. They they tell you how much it is to sponsor one of their episodes. Let's not you read that out.
1: Get... Let's not read that out. No, on I'm, the... not, I'm
0: not going to. But you should just get Gitana to uh, <laughs> sponsor I mean, the opening of. shall of we do their it? Podcast.
1: Let's let's definitely sponsor <laughs> it. 100. That's that's stupid enough that I'm in. Good. Yeah. Let's do Brilliant. it. Brilliant. Um, I'm glad um, I added something with that. And do you know how we were going <laughs> to? on that patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where from as little as $1 a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad free and early $5 a month gets you access to the extra content so an extra half an hour of podcast every week plus access to Joe Branton's rant on,
3: Branton's rant on.
1: Um, season 2 coming very soon um, we've had to push back gear of yesteryear uh, what with Matty going uh, to Japan we're going to try and squeeze it in before we go but he's got loads of other stuff to sort out before then plus you get access to all the interviews including the long form interview I did with this week's podcast guest Mary Spender a few months ago um, and also the interview that I did um, with Marcus Ryle who uh, basically invented line 6 and kind of invented amp modelling that's all on there on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds and at the $10 a month tier you get access to being one of our super special Patreon backers like these people have what song are we gonna do? Um, What's the sixty cycle hum theme tune? It's
3: it, probably something really rubbish.
1: It. Yeah. Okay. Um, boom, boom, boom. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Derek Ridge, Chris Connors, Andrew Joyce, Steve Merkel, Blair, Tom's <laughs> Carlos Matter, Andrew Mac, Ramar Cross, J Sort, Honey McKenzie, Brand Page, Paul Corrigan, Jack
2: Crawford, William Glenn, Scott Bryant, Red Quine, Freddie Thompson, Laura, <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit, Colin
3: Anderson, don't listen to Sixty Psych. It's
1: really dumb top notch work everyone Um, this week on Patreon we are going to be talking about signature pedals why buy them that's the topic for this week patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds you can also join in the conversation every week facebook.com forward slash guitar forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum you can follow us on Twitter at guitar nerds and on Instagram at guitar nerds you can um, see what Mary's doing maryspender.com you can also go to YouTube check out youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds video. Um, where we'll be demoing cheap Epiphone guitars and cheap (laughs) Fender guitars next. (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, with that, we will uh, call it a night. Thanks very much. We'll see you next week. Guitar nerds.
2: Guitar nerds. Better than... Six (laughs) Oh, God. I'm
1: going to cut that bit out. (laughs)